Hello, everybody, and welcome inside the bunker for another episode. This actual episode will be on both the podcast format. So if you, for those of you that like to listen and don't want to see my face, you can actually listen to this episode through Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you listen to your podcasty stuff on. Um, if you're on YouTube, I am also on there. As you can see, for those of you already seeing me, I feel weird talking to random camera by myself. But, you know, I kind of do this in my free time, you know, when I'm doing vlogs and all kinds of other cool stuff like conventions and everything. So if you're into that kind of content, deep dives, anything that requires fandom or it, anything fandom basically related, please subscribe and like this video. I would have vastly appreciate it. I um, appreciate all of your guys' support and I am really, really, really working hard to make this episode something totally different than what I've done before. So I'm hoping for those of you listening and watching that you enjoy this episode. I would love nothing more than to see your comments and all of that. So without further ado, let's get into this newest episode of Inside the Bunker. Thank you and hope you like it. What a year in gaming we had in 2022. Horizon Forbidden West, Dying Light 2, Stray, A Plague Tale Requiem, The Witcher 3 Next Gen Upgrade, my surprise hit of the year in Marvel's Midnight Suns, and my personal favorite game of last year, God of War Ragnarok. A masterpiece of a game blending graphics, storytelling, gameplay, and music in what I consider one of the best experiences in entertainment last year. Those games I listed were just the tip of the iceberg of 2022, as there were tons of hits that I didn't even have a chance to play or didn't catch my interest, such as Elden Ring, the winner of hundreds of awards, including Game of the Year at this past year's Video Game Awards. As I said, what a year for gaming. So what games do I personally look forward to playing in 2023? That's what this episode is about. I'm going to list and talk about the top 10 games I am looking forward to in 2023 and beyond, a quick reminder that this is my personal list and opinions. So games that may be on every other list of this sort may not appear on my list. Two examples I can spoil right off the bat are Starfield and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I understand fans' excitement for both of these titles, but so far they aren't on my top 10 for various reasons. Maybe I'll make a separate episode sometime explaining why. But enough of that. Here is my list of the top 10 video games I am looking forward to playing in 2023 and beyond. Number 10, Assassin's Creed Mirage. As a huge fan of the Assassin's Creed series, including 2020's release of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm really excited for what's to come in 2023's Assassin's Creed Mirage. The story is set in 9th century Baghdad during the Islamic Golden Age. The game is a prequel to the aforementioned Valhalla and follows a character named Basim that was first introduced in that game. Assassin's Creed Mirage looks to go back to the series' roots by focusing more on stealth and linear storytelling compared to the heavy open-world RPG-inspired gameplay of the past three installments, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. 
Assassin's Creed Mirage is due to launch on all major platforms sometime in 2023. Number nine, Diablo 4. I have an interesting relationship with the Diablo series over the years. When the original Diablo launched back in January of 1997, I didn't own a PC, and even though I read all kinds of articles about it, I just didn't have the means to be able to play it. By the time it launched on PlayStation 1 in March 1998, I had moved on to playing other titles such as Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil 2. Diablo 2 launched in June of 2000, and like before, I didn't have a PC that was able to run it. I lived on my own at the time and was struggling just to pay the rent, so that wasn't in the cards. Over the years, I have eventually played all of the mainline Diablo games, including Diablo 3, when it launched back on my birthday on May 15th, 2012. 13 years since that day back in 2012, we will see the launch of Diablo 4. This will be the first Diablo that I will finally be able to play on launch day. For those that don't know, Diablo is a multiplayer, isometric, loot-based RPG dungeon crawler. That's a mouthful. Diablo is the king of isometric dungeon crawlers, and I can't wait to dive into Sanctuary and the world of Diablo 4 when it launches on June 6th, 2023 on PC and all major platforms. Number 8, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Marvel's Spider-Man, as well as the semi-sequel, Spider-Man Miles Morales, were two of my favorite superhero open-world games ever made. Not much is known about Spider-Man 2 besides the fact that both Spider-Man and Miles Morales returned to face off against Venom, voiced by the legendary Candyman himself, Tony Todd. New information should be coming very soon as Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is scheduled to release on PlayStation 5 in fall 2023. Number 7. Hogwarts Legacy Personally, I am not a huge Harry Potter fan. The most I know about the Wizarding World is from watching the movies and visiting Universal Studios Orlando's Harry Potter Land. I've never read the novels or explored anything regarding the expanded lore of Harry Potter. Hogwarts Legacy is an open-world role-playing game taking place in Hogwarts Castle and the world surrounding it. You get to create your character from scratch, choose your house, and go on an adventure through the Wizarding World. The game looks absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to explore the Wizarding World when it launches on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S on February 10th, 2023, on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on April 4th, 2023, and on Nintendo Switch on July 25th, 2023. Number 6, Dead Space. The Dead Space games have always been one of my favorite horror series ever since the first one launched back in October 2008. Fifteen years later, now we are getting a full remake of that original title. Dead Space is set in the 26th century as you play as an engineer crewman named Isaac Clarke assigned to the USG Ishimura, a massive planetary mining ship that has gone silent. To say this game didn't freak me out back in 2008 is an understatement, and I can't wait to explore the Ishimura as Isaac when Dead Space launches on January 27th, 2023 on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and on PC. Number 5, Final Fantasy 16. The Final Fantasy series has been a mainstay of my life since I was a kid. I've literally been playing Final Fantasy games as long as I can remember being a gamer. Final Fantasy 16 is the first mainline sequel in the series since 2016's Final Fantasy 15. Even though I would love the series as a whole, Final Fantasy 15 was not one of my favorite titles in the series. The story left a lot to be desired, requiring you to watch the animated movie King's Glaive to understand the full backstory of why Noctis and his three best friends were starting their bro trip throughout the world of Eos. 
I am cautiously optimistic in Final Fantasy 16 due to the fact that Naoki Yoshida is the producer this time around, as he was the producer and director for the revamped turnaround that is Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn. That fact, coupled with the promise for a dark fantasy storyline that harkens back to some of the series' best moments, and I'm extremely excited to give Final Fantasy 16 a look when it launches on June 22nd, 2023 on PlayStation 5. Number 4, Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 has been playable in beta form and early access since October of 2020. Some of my favorite role-playing games of all time, such as Dragon Age Origins, The Witcher, and Divinity Original Sin, have all been directly inspired by the Baldur's Gate series. Baldur's Gate is an isometric, tactical RPG with a ton of customization, whether it's the character creator, decision-making, and dialogue tree, or just what type of class you really want to be. The game looks exceptional, and I can't wait to play Baldur's Gate 3 when it exits early access and launches on PC in August 2023. Number three, Resident Evil 4 Remake. When Resident Evil 4 first launched back in January 2005 on the Nintendo GameCube, it was instantly one of my favorite survival horror games of all time. After numerous ports, HD remasters, and 18 years, we are finally getting a full remake of Resident Evil 4. The story is simple. You play as former Raccoon City police officer and now U.S. government agent Leon Kennedy, who is sent on a mission to rescue the U.S. president's daughter, who has been kidnapped by a mysterious cult. The footage that has been shown looks absolutely incredible, and if this is anything like the remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3, then we are in for a treat when Resident Evil 4 Remake launches on March 24th, 2023. Number 2. Suikoden 1 and 2 Remaster You all are probably wondering, all these new titles, sequels, remakes, and your number 2 most anticipated game coming out is just a remaster of a game that launched back in 1995 and 1998, respectively? Yes, I'm saying that. Suikoden and Suikoden 2 hold an extremely special place in my heart, and I have been saying for years how I just wish they would re-release or remaster those titles for modern-day consoles and gamers. When this remaster was announced back in September, I almost teared up from excitement. Suikoden is a turn-based RPG series by Konami with an amazing story full of political intrigue, plot twists, and characters you will instantly fall in love with. One of the main draws of the series is that you can recruit up to 108 unique characters with their own playstyle and personalities and utilize them in battle. If you have never played this series or if you are looking for a major nostalgia trip like myself, then make sure you pick up Suikoden 1 and 2 Remaster when it launches sometime in early 2023. Number 1. Dragon Age Dreadwolf For those of you that know me personally, I'm a huge fan of the Dragon Age series since the launch of Dragon Age Origins back in November 2009. I remember picking up that game and it literally changed my mind on what a Western RPG should be. A character creator that took into account what race and even class you were creating to change where you begin the game, meaningful choices and dialogue trees that change the game and story based on what you choose, one of if not the best cast of characters in an RPG ever. I can't say much more about Dragon Age that already hasn't been said. It's been nine years now and counting since Dragon Age Inquisition launched back in November 2014, and us fans have been chomping at the bit for new information on the sequel. Then, back in December 2018, at the Video Game Awards, the first teaser for Dragon Age Dreadwolf was shown. Just over four years since that day, numerous teaser trailers, concept art, and developer blogs, we still haven't had much information on when Dragon Age Dreadwolf will be released. 
Needless to say, I will be there on day one to enter the world of Theodos again. No firm release date has been made for Dragon Age Dreadwolf, but rumors have it coming out sometime in 2024. Fingers crossed for more announcements soon. So there you have it. That is my list for my most anticipated games launching in 2023 and beyond. Some honorable mentions that just missed the cut are in no particular order. Like a Dragon, Ishin, an action RPG spinoff of the Yakuza series launching on February 21st, 2023. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, a sequel to the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy VII Remake launching later in 2023. Forspoken, an action RPG that's basically the story of a young girl transported to a fantasy world where you gain magic and abilities to survive. Forspoken launches on January 24th, 2023. And lastly, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, launching on March 17th, 2023. I really hope you guys enjoyed this special episode of Inside the Bunker, ringing in 2023, hopefully with a nice new thing. So something I want to do more of coming forward. So thank you guys for watching, listening, and everything else. Visit me at InsideTheBunker.net as usual if you want to read some blog posts or listen to old episodes or watch new episodes. So, But thank you again, and thank you so much for joining me Inside the Bunker. I appreciate it, and have a wonderful day, everybody.